Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. On today's episode, we're orking it up, orc style, with Orc, the role-playing game by Green Ronin Press. It's a comedy game where you play as orcs and beat up other orcs and also the kinds of things that orcs might beat up. And now I've said everything there is to say about the game, so... You know what? Support our Patreon at patreon.com slash it's system mastery. Hey, welcome back to System Mastery. It's me, your friendly host, Jeff, joined as always by... The even somewhat friendlier host, John. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, only a little. Uh, you're generally friendlier than me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in public. Yes. Yeah. In behind pu- closed doors, I'm just a raging asshole. <laughs> well, no, behind closed doors, you're asleep. Yeah, true. If you close a <laughs> door on me, I'll just go to sleep. Yeah, where I don't I'm like do- a parrot when you <laughs> put a blanket over the cage. <laughs> oh, it's bedtime, huh? Oh, I guess Ooh. it's night. Ooh. Guess I'm sick going to be sick for three days. <laughs> I'm nice in public, but just, you know, not to any of you who are listening to this. <laughs> but, you know, just not to the general public. <laughs> By the public, I mean my three friends in the world <laughs> and my daughter, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And presumably anyone I have to deal with for my daughter's benefit, like her pediatrician or that. I'm not going to be mean to them. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, to, not in front of them. Yeah. I'm going to maintain a, a, a solid, you know presentation to keep my daughter alive and, and in good control indeed mm-hmm. how are you i'm doing so good uh having a good day and hey eight year anniversary oh, of that's the show right. yeah, this, this episode yeah this episode will come out the day of well the day after our eight year anniversary i yeah. think i mean i could put it out a day early if you want and have and have it be an anniversary show good Ooh, what fun would that be we've been doing this for eight years ever since we started recording with heroes unlimited Yep. And this is going to be, I think, episode 207. So, you know, it's, uh, it's been a while. Well, yeah, we've done a bit. We've done our piece. I always like whenever we talk to anyone else in the network, and they're like, they're like, oh, we just finished our three-year anniversary. And we're like, we're at eight. And they're like, what the fuck, really? How come you guys suck then? How come you guys just really are the most non-professional people ever? And we're like, well, you know. <laughs> professional is for people who would like to earn any kind of money or do anything Ah, instead we're just gonna sit in this dank ass room with a (laughs) fold-out coffee table two of them yeah one of them just to hold cans of diet dr pepper indeed (laughs) actually that's your computer table i have a spare computer table for you but you didn't bring your computer today indeed i did not because i was like you know what nah yeah, no, that's fine. No, we we definitely run the least professional podcast in the business. Indeed. Other people are like, we've got show notes. And I'm like, I've got no idea what I'm doing. Uh-huh. It, I pressed record. Let's talk for roughly one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just feel it out. That's, we've been doing that for years. It We've made this work. I think I, I was just talking to friend of the show and regular guest, Claire, who was like, you guys really could stand some organization and i was like you know i agree i agree she's she's smart i agree with her uh but it wouldn't have to come from outside of the two of us if i actually tried to organize and write like show outlines and plans and so on i it would take me about the length of time to start opening the draw the document to write them down before i'd be like ah fuck it or i'd write some i'd come up with a shortcut by which i don't have to do it oh for sure immediately when you said that i was like Oh, the amount of time it would take for any show note to just descend into madness yes, would exactly. be almost immediate. Yes. So maybe if we had like a business manager or something, then they could organize us. But I'm, I, I didn't get into this business to be organized. I got into this business because I got kicked out of every other business. <laughs> because I was not organized enough to have any other job. <laughs> so we got Orc the role-playing game from the makers of uh, Green... Uh, makers? Green Ronin, who are the makers of, uh, oh, jeez, help me out here. I, I could have sworn I knew some games by these guys. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. I'll have to look it up on my phone. It's going to come back to me in a second. It's a bunch of boring stuff. <laughs> yeah, fuck Green Ronin. No, I think they make uh, Mutants and Masterminds. Is that right? Who knows? I couldn't possibly. Well, uh, I'll tell you. In just uh, Yeah, I think Mutants and Masterminds is them, but if I'm wrong, then there shall be egg upon my face. Indeed. 
Okay. Uh, and this is a comedy game. So you know our immediate general opinion right off the bat. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's going to be bad. Uh, there's There's been two good comedy games ever, uh, and neither of them were games. And both of them are neither games. <laughs> Blue well, Rose, that's the one I was thinking of. And also Mutants and Masterminds. Okay, yeah, I was right. So they, they make Mutants and Masterminds. And then you're thinking of Blue Rose, who who is the other company with a name and then a color and then a thing. No, that's another game they make. Oh, they make Blue Rose? Oh, yes. Okay, all right. Which we picked up recently. Oh, we have it? Yes. Huh, neat. Oh, that's right, because they added a second. Uh, they added a second uh, edition of it at some point, so it was worth our time to to pick up the first edition. That's the one where like, and it was the, on sale. A deer is king or something. That's all I know about it. Sure, why not? I think that's I think that's correct. A magic deer decides who's king. Sure. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I know about it, uh, and that they got into some hot water for defending a chuddy kind of guy. Yeah, I something. mean that's that's RPG companies for you, baby. I know. I was gonna say that's like nothing. That's. <laughs> I might, have, I might as well have said they're a company. <laughs> they produce RPGs. Oh, yes, well. I think they defended a dude who named C.A. Suleiman who did some con creeping or something. I don't remember. I'm not going to back that play. I'm not going to. None of that was official. Take all, of, take all of that as hypothetical. Take all of that. Edit it out of the podcast. Uh-huh. We'll just remove <laughs> all that. Strike out uh, because I don't want to get in trouble or anything. But I think that was the thing that happened. Yeah. So uh, in this game, which is from 2000, by the way, it is a, a, a 2000 era game, and a second edition of this does exist. Mm. Uh, I have seen uh, notes for a second edition that's, that are floating around out there. I think it came out within the last four years. Huh. So we, we are definitely striking while the iron is hot. This is a comedy game about playing as orcs, spelled with a K, and uh, because they wanted to... There's a couple of references in here and jokes about how their World of Darkness style... Uh, which isn't right when I'm thinking when I'm thinking no. of I'm thinking of World of Darkness, which contains no orcs, only vampires and goths and mages and what have you. Yeah, because they they talk about the world of orcness. Yes, um, but the game is basically eighty five percent Warhammer forty k orcs. Yeah, or Warhammer fantasy orcs for that matter. And uh, then the other fifteen percent is pigs. Yes, <laughs> because they are pig orcs. They have uh, they have the big snouts and the tusks and everything. They are very, they are very much of that rare va- uh, blend of orc that is pig. Yes, you don't see that one super often. No, and I mean, I understand why they went with that route. I mean, specifically when they were doing it, they're like, "Hey, these orcs aren't like just tribal people stand-ins. They aren't, you know, uh, an un- a misunderstood minority. They are literal pig monsters." Yes. Well, they, the book does does something that, for 2000, is actually kind of a noble thing to see them attempt, which is like, okay, orcs are stupid, barbarian idiots who kill everything and each other. Uh, and before we get into a long argument about how not all orcs or whatever, uh, they're magic monsters. Yeah. So, so it's okay. It's okay that they're total idiots and that you're playing as the total idiots. Yeah. This um, is it. We do not want this to be a stand-in for any single group. These are just weird monsters you can play as. Yes, and they hate everything in the world. And except it, for fighting uh, well no i mean they hate everything in the world not they don't hate every activity in the world well <laughs> and i don't even know really know where to start here because the game's rules are incredibly slight so we might as well start with the story stuff yeah i mean the book starts with story and it's very much i mean it's only like what 70 pages long or something so. yeah i read this one last night it took me about an hour yeah but most of the book is given over to telling you exactly what type of orc this is their society their social structure Mm -hmm. you know how they reproduce all that because while i do say that these are 85 percent warhammer orcs and they really are yeah you know they decided to put at least the setting that they are in and a few details are you know their own thing yes yeah uh, they, they definitely do have kind of, they've carved out a niche that they exist in by themselves. Uh, most of the jokes are about how they are murderous hooligans though. So you definitely have that, for, that, that Warhammer vibe. Yeah. And I mean, the reproduction thing is they are all male and they bud. So yes, it's the yeah. same sort of orcs are just sentient fungus thing that you get from 40 K. Yeah. Although it, it's not described in it quite because it's so, they're so piggy. That basically when they bud, they, they don't know what's happening to them, but they run off into the woods by themselves with big buddy warts all over them, bash their heads into trees because they think that'll help. 
and then eventually a bunch of giant uh, or of uh, baby pigs emerge out of them and eat them. Yeah, just uh, little baby orcs pop yeah. out of their boils, uh-huh. eat them alive. Yeah, and the baby orcs are called gunks. And there's a whole story about how no orc knows where baby orcs come from. And if anyone were to tell you, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, no, or you would go insane. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, uh, because you run off into the woods and die when the 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 babies are born. Uh, You you don't die from delivering the babies. You deliver the babies, they pop out of the boils all over your body, and then you're weak from that happening, and they eat you. Yes. So it's it's a it's a pretty brutal process. It actually does describe that how orcs can survive the process. And I assume at that point they just ha- are supposed to think they're insane and not tell anybody about what just happened. Uh, I think that's p- so that you can play that with player characters and not feel bad when they... This game has a real problem in that a lot of the things that they describe about the orcs are not conducive to party play. No. So much of the society and the little aspects about it, you're like, oh, none of this makes for a good group role-playing game. Yeah. And I'm taking my sandals off. So if you hear Velcro, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Just impossible to just not take them off. They're very uncomfortable if I wear them for too long. Yeah. Off they go. And now I'm going to mess with them with my feet for the rest of the show. Good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything to not pay attention to what I'm supposed to. I get you one of them little fidget cubes. <laughs> that's a good idea. I'll probably just take it apart or lose it. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so the world as it is, is uh, orcs worship a god called Krom. Yep. Now, Krom, just it, like that Conan the Barbarian, Krom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in this case, uh, their their structure is that Krom is an orc uh, himself. When when they picture him, they picture him as a big orc. But even though he's their god, uh, he didn't make them first. He was the last thing, or orcs are the last thing Krom made. Yeah, because everything else he kept making stuff and hated it. Yes, and then eventually he made orcs and he hated them, uh, and they hated but him. He hates them, but slightly less than he hates everything else. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, orcs believe that it's a it's a monotheistic religion, and they think that that uh, Krom was the creator of everything else they hate, like squishy men and sour men and water monkeys, and uh, so they use a very uh, orcish n- nomenclature for all of the monsters. Yes, squishy men are like basically halflings. They're a little bit halfling, a little bit gnome. Yeah, because uh, there's squishy men, which are essentially just halflings. Yeah. There's, and I mean, very much Tolkien level halflings where they're like, yeah, we got little burrows. We eat a whole lot. We're farmers. Yeah. With one minor variation, which is that they, uh, it, because they are constantly at war with orcs, they spend a lot of time concocting elaborate siege engine war machines that are crewed by dozens of tiny, squishy little fellows who want to cry about things. And then the sour men who are humans mm-hmm. and the way that the book has them mostly kind of conquistadors yes they're conquistadors it makes it very clear that they're supposed to be that that they are from another land that they come over to orc country to mess around and fuck around and find out (laughs) that they wear that that metal breastplate and goofy metal hat that conquistadors wore uh and that they are constantly obsessed with finding lost cities of gold yeah so sour men i assume is supposed to be a joke about their disposition and also i'm going to guess a slant thing on saruman do you, is that am i pulling that out of my ass entirely Probably. i don't even know where that what sour would mean otherwise they smell bad oh they just i mean orcs think they smell bad that must mean they well, smell that's, good yes exactly yeah they must smell like delicious roses and flowers because orcs hate anything that is beautiful or art yes they hate art so this is a uh, another talislanta style game <laughs> where all all the shitty things hate art and all the other all the noble things love art and look like humans ah uh. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I want to draw some more attacks from people who love Talos Lantern and are mad at our review. <laughs> yeah, one of the big things with orcs is, you know, they don't like art because they don't want to think about anything like that. Yes. And also, anything pretty is bad. Yes, and anything that smells good is bad. And you can you can kill another orc if you suspect that that orc smelled a flower or no or. or ever smelled good themselves oh yeah yeah like one of the examples in calling out another orc is you know an orc saying ah oh, me am see him sit in field of flowers other day yeah no me am not <laughs> uh, so uh, the other thing about orcs that's uh, well we, we'll stay to this biology stuff for a bit uh the very first thing you learn about orcs in this book before you learn anything else at all about orcs is if they eat any broccoli they explode yeah because that's part of the funny thing mm-hmm. they can eat 
literally anything. Their digestive system is such that they can eat rocks, they can eat plants, meat, whatever it is, but oh, if you give them broccoli, they'll literally explode. Mm -hmm. They'll laterally explore for the next three houses. (laughs) Was that soap dish? I don't even remember Uh, what that shit is. Anyway, um, so yeah, they, they, uh, and, and then we get into the, the rest of their biology. They they hate art on a on a primal level because their biology is such that they are literally explosive, not just from broccoli, but adding weird chemicals to orcs in any capacity, like with magic or tattoo art or whatever, may cause them to just explode because they are barely contained founts of weird steroidal fury inside of a, a, a pig, a green pig skin. Yeah, the <laughs> the world. Do we want to keep talking about their biology or go into the world more? Do whatever you want. All Just right. jump around. Jump yeah. up, jump up, and get down. Yeah, I mean, it's not exactly like there needs to be a specific flow to this, like as if we had show notes or something. <laughs> but yeah, the the world is interesting in that they didn't just do sort of a, oh, it's a standard fantasy thing. There's halflings and orcs and men and whatever. Yeah. Uh, they do have a background where there was a magical apocalypse that Mm -hmm. destroyed most of the magic in the land. Yeah. uh, But it has opened up weird portals to either the future or our dimension. Uh And it'll drop things off like, here's a toaster. And they don't know what it is, but the shaman are like, no, get me that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Shamans want any of the weird shit that falls out of the sky, like jumbo jets and uh, Buick LeSabers and, and toasters and what have you. Uh, and, and so do a number of other smarter species if they get the chance to spot that kind of crap. Yeah. Uh, everyone just thinks it's weird magic that's occurring. Orcs, orcs, of course, just hate it because that's all orcs do about anything. Yeah, the, uh, the orcs themselves, of course, uh, go out and get this just for the shamans, though they don't really care. The shaman is a specific part of the orcs as a leader Mm -hmm. and is generally the oldest orc that there is because the thing with orcs is they start out incredibly stupid yes but and then as they get older Mm -hmm. they get smarter and smarter but what happens generally is either you've died to either combat with some other species or other orcs or just being stupid yeah before you get super old or if a shaman notices like, oh, we've got some orcs that are actually getting to the point where they might start developing any amount of brain power, he'll gather them up and be like, hey, you got to go do this mission that's essentially a suicide mission. Yeah, because they don't want any threat to their power. And uh, shaman orcs are very powerful. They can actually cast magic, which otherwise you cannot do in this game. And you can't play as them. They're, there's one per town and they're just a crazy madman who happens to be in charge of the orcs. Uh so they are they are crazy ultra powerful and one of the most common spells they know how to do is extending their own lifespans. So they are often hundreds of years old compared to everyone else in the village and that means that they are just even crazier than all of these other murderous idiots that make up the orc society. Yeah. And there are some stories of like oh maybe an orc survives or leaves the village or whatever and manages to stay alive long enough to actually get intelligent and then just sort of roams around and becomes like a decent actual adventurer yeah but for the most part that's not a thing that you assume will happen yeah no mostly they're supposed to die right away from something dumb yeah this is one of those eaten by their own yeah spawn or killed in battle or whatever yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely one of the it's a paranoia style comedy game where life is cheap and you just die over and over again and characters are easy to make Yeah. yeah now the uh the spawn the gunks gunk uh, are the lowest of the orc society. Now, uh-huh. they instinctually make it back to the village after they've been born, and they usually will spend, like we said, their beginning of their life eating their progenitor yes. and then also fighting and probably eating their siblings. Yes, yeah, they eat each other, and when they make it back to town, no one likes gunks because they'll eat you if they can, and they're completely stupid and and violent, 
So they get thrown into what's called the gunk pit, which is just a big hole in town where you throw the babies and then occasionally maybe some trash or something that they have have something to eat. Yeah. And when they don't do that, they eat the rocks they find down there. They eat each other. They sneak out at night and eat adults, whatever they can do. Yeah. And the big thing with orc society is you aren't an orc. You're just a gunk until you earn a name. Right. And the only way to earn a name is to do something incredibly stupid and survive it. Yeah. Or something brave is what they're trying to do. Go out and kill a, a sour man. Or- yeah, if you manage to do something impressive enough that you can tell a story about it, yes. then you will get a name. Yes, and at which point you get to go through one of the very few cultural events in the orc, orc calendar, which is the naming ceremony. Uh, where the, where a shaman will come out and announce your name and grab you really hard by the face and tell you that's your name now. And then there's a fight and someone loses an eye. Well, the whole thing is you have to do a... There's a song. Yeah, well, you have to do a chant and tell your story. And if you aren't good enough at telling the story, it doesn't matter what the actual thing you did is. If you can't keep the orcs interested in your story then you aren't going to get a name. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's like, oh, yeah, I have a story where I beheaded like five sour men in one stroke. Yeah, okay, but if you come back and during the song you can't, you know, gore it up a little and make it interesting, Yeah. then they're like, don't care, you're still a gunk, <laughs> get back in the pit. Or more likely, they'll just kill you. If your story's boring, then you wasted their time in naming ceremony equipment, so they're just like, ah, fuck you, and they'll descend on you and tear you apart. Yeah. Um. So as you... Also, orcs are uh, expected to uh, challenge each other to fights to the death all the time. So like we were saying, that, or at least fights till someone loses an eye. Yeah. So so the game has a real, uh, it's got that little bit of a problem with what the hell do players do to stop them from, you know, it's like paranoia. It's got that same problem paranoia has where a paranoia adventure, you're lucky if it gets out of the starting room because the first thing you're going to do is be like, you know, I suspect that you're a traitor to the friend computer. Uh, accusing me of being a traitor to friend computer is what a traitor would do. That kind of stuff. And in Orc, it's very much like, oh yeah, every Orc hates every other Orc. They barely manage to keep their shit together because they hate everyone else more than they hate Orcs. So, you know, there's a lot of things in the book where it's like, oh, if someone, you know, kicks your foot accidentally, then you'll probably get into a fight to the death. Yeah. Or even if you don't get into a formal fight where, like, the shaman has to actually be like, all right, I recognize this as a duel. Yeah. Then there's still just, oh, you'll get into a fight to show dominance. Yes. Yeah. They describe both types of informal and formal fight because they're a very important part of orc society by having one where like one of them steps on another one's foot. That one accuses the first orc of stepping on his foot. And in uh, response to being accused, uh, the, the foot stepper beats the other one up. Yeah. And then the exact same two get into a formal fight to the death by just the the, the stronger one being like, me am see him am sm- am rub flowers under arm to smell good. Yeah. No, I am not. Yes, I am. And then they. F- <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am, by the way, is orc improv. <laughs> uh, yeah, this does have a bit on orc language mm-hmm. where am is the big thing. There is no future or past if you're like. Me am going, me am done, me am currently. Yeah. It's, you always are, Yeah, and also, am. the word do does not exist either. You can say doing, but only in re- only to describe what someone else is doing. But you can't, you can't say do, it just gets replaced by am as well. So the, the, the whole thing is, you know, uh, me am think you am a, uh, am a bad orc, that kind of thing. Or am bad orc, you probably shouldn't use an indefinite article. Probably. Uh, it's... Basically, there's there's enough of it, and it's well-written enough to kind of match the promise of that Caveman game we read a while ago. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The, the old is. Caveman game that we read a while ago was actually the very first thing since I read this first. I messaged Jeff about, and I'm like, this is... It feels like it fulfills the promise of that Caveman game slightly better, because yeah. both of them are about being absolute dumb morons that have specific ways to speak. Right. The caveman game, it was mostly just limiting and bad. Mm -hmm. And they were both comedy games, but at least this one feels slightly more coherent, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
And it's kind of a neat description. Well, yeah. And, and the problem with the caveman game was that the, the structure was so limiting that it was practically useless. Yeah. Most most cavemen could grunt and they could say one word and they'd be like, uh, big. 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 Like, this isn't it, this isn't what I was hoping for. No. I was hoping for a limited vocabulary, but not a completely useless vocabulary. Here we have more of a guideline. You can still say everything a human can say. You just have to say it in a kind of Yoda-ish dialect style. It, you even have the past tense, but you have to start it in the present tense. Yes. So if, if you're like, I threw someone in a volcano, it has to be, me am threw him in volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, do doesn't doesn't exist, uh, including did, does, and, and and done. Instead, you just use am for all of those. So it's just the am, the am language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, if you want to do improv, you're like, uh, me am uh, EGOT winner Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, I am. <laughs> Me, I'm wearing hat that is too large for theater. <laughs> or that am too large. Am, am, uh, am apologizing. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> boo said is. Me, am boo you. <laughs> no, you am boo me. Me, am boo you as him father. <laughs> such is my, such, <laughs> such am my love for Ork Town. I must accept hideous challenge. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, well, I like the language stuff. It seems like it'd be a lot of fun to try and talk in, uh, yeah. as opposed to the the caveman game we did, which I straight up cannot remember the name of. No, Og, 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 something like that. It was something like that. Eh. Uh, it, it seems like it would it, at least be kind of interesting. It's it's notable that this game has at least a few things that I have hated in other games. Yeah, but here I'm like, eh, that's all right. <laughs> I would say another big example in the mechanical descriptions in the game is uh, that every single role in this game is an opposed role. Yes. So that, uh, for example, if you want to jump over a chasm, the game will provide you a, a set number of dice that the chasm gets to roll to set the difficulty you have to beat. And I clearly remember reviewing Shadowrun Anarchy and thinking that was the dumbest fucking thing in the world. But that's because Shadowrun Anarchy was supposed to be a quick play game. Yes. Where in this game, this game is a quick play game because the rules take up two pages. Yeah. And the the big thing with this is that rule ties into their whole religion thing with Krom because Krom hates them. Yeah. Krom hates everyone else. Krom wants them to kill other things and destroy them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only way to make Krom happy is to spill a lot of blood. And it doesn't matter whose it is. Right. Uh, and every orc has a love-hate relationship with Krom mm-hmm. because there's always a big statue of Krom in, in town. It's basically the only art they have. Yeah, there's the four tenets of belief in Krom that, that, that there are. And they're like, oh, Krom sucks and I hate him and I don't want to worship him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Krom probably doesn't even exist. He's asking too much of us. But also, we are the chosen of Krom. But also, me, I love Krom because he um, give me strength, and also, me don't want to piss off Krom because then he murder me. Me, I love Krom because me playing angle that Krom may exist. <laughs> <laughs> me, I do Pascal's wager. Thank you. I was trying to remember the name of it. I had Zeno's paradox in my head, and I was ah. like, I was like, I don't think that. I don't think orcs are worried about like never being able to outrun a turtle. That's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> Pascal's wager. Okay, there it is. There it is. Me, I'm hedge bet. <laughs> uh, but that ties into the whole opposed role because the dice that get rolled against you for anything that isn't just another player are the Crom dice because Crom hates you and wants to see you fail and thinks it's hilarious. Yes. So the more difficult something is doesn't even have to be based on how hard it would be for you to accomplish it. It might just be that Krom hates you and wants you to fail. Yes, yes. So if you're like, I'm going to jump over that chasm right there, I'll roll my jump roll, and the the uh, the DM is encouraged to be like, oh, well, Krom hates you, so that's four dice against you. What are you going to do now? Well, me, I'm jump. Well, <laughs> perhaps me die. Meme. <laughs> me, I'm die. <laughs> no, I guess me, guess me, I'm die. <laughs> me, I'm guess me, I'm die. <laughs> Orc memes are somehow more wordy. <laughs> me am very much doggo, yes. <laughs> me am wow. <laughs> me am much dog. Me am has cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, yeah, the 
<laughs> the opposed roll with the uh, crumb dice are usually always d6s and usually just a always. number of them yeah usually always but not always d6s yes the yeah. book is like crumb dice are d6s unless you do really think crumb hates them and then fuck it bump it up if you want to. or you're playing an easy game and then you can use d4s or something yeah one thing i thought was notable about this game is that every example of play features the character failing yes and i i appreciated that on on sort of a, a comedy book level uh because normally one of my least favorite, or one of my biggest pet peeves by reading old role-playing games is when the book routinely presents a 13 to 35% chance of anything happening and then constantly gives it to the players. Yes, when it's like, oh, this player needs to make a sniper shot and has a 12% in the skill. After they make the shot, you're like, what? <laughs> How did you... It's, it's an example of cognitive dissonance to me where they're like, well, I wrote the book so that the players always succeeded all these 12% chances we gave them. And I'm like, did you not recognize that 12% is far too low and not very interesting? Or did you and decide to hide it by try to hide it by writing all of your examples as incongruous successes? Yeah. And in this one, it's just, no. Orc tries to climb a tree, orc falls down. Yeah. Orc tries to fight another orc, orc loses. Yeah. It's all just orc loses. Every single description is a description of failure, and it's nice to see that. Uh Although, in, the funny thing is, in this game, you should reasonably expect about a 60% chance of success most of the time, unless you're being messed with. And again, because the difficulties are entirely variable and all up to the whims of the DM, who knows? Yeah. Now, as a player, uh, your stats, you have four different stats. Yeah. And you will assign die sizes to them. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, model for how this works. So you can have... Uh, like a D12 in a stat so that the crumb dice are rolling D6s, but you're rolling a D D12s. Yes, yeah, and the, there you have a total of 32 die faces to assign out, uh, but uh, the game doesn't say it specifically, but it does provide an optional array listing. It's like, and here are all of the different yeah, things that Yeah, here's all the arrays. Now, that, I was a little disappointed because they were like, there's 32 faces, obviously you need to use, you know even numbers because there aren't D5s or whatever. But but here's the arrays. D4, D4, D12, 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 D10, D6, D4. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. I have a 16-sided die. Let's get let's get creative up in here. <laughs> uh, but you will have your four stats are meat, bones, twitch, and mojo, which mm -hmm. are generically strength, toughness, dexterity, and all social stats. It's it also pretty much all all uh, social and some observational stats. But uh, the skills in them are interesting, at least in that, like the sawbones skill is under your bones stat. Yeah, and the book's like, why would medical ability be under bones? Which and is your a toughness. toughness. Yeah, and. I appreciate that they went through the process of explaining why. Like, you know why they did it. It's it's to balance them out. I, I always hate it when you see a game where they've got six stats and, like, strength has no skills associated with it. Yes. And they're just like, yeah, because it doesn't make realistic sense. And I'm like, I don't fucking care about realistic sense. Make the characters fucking balanced. Let's do this. But here they're like, yeah, we put Sawbones under, under uh, toughness. Why? Uh, because orc doctors learn by working on themselves. Yeah, you so don't ever, like learn this from someone else it's yeah. just oh someone stabbed you in the shoulder and now you have to sit there and try and impromptu suture yourself closed yes and if you can do that then obviously you're tough enough to do that without passing out and now you can share your expertise with other orcs yeah uh the four stats uh, of the four stats the one that has the least to do is mojo uh, Mojo, unfortunately, is really more just the dominion of shaman orcs. It's kind of sad because when you look at like, oh, here are these different arrays and you can put points and skills and make different stats, whatever. The fact that the book goes out of its way to say, hey, you aren't a shaman and you basically never will be. Yeah. Well, if uh, you do, it's because you took over and you're the GM now. Yeah. And... The things that the mojo skill has or stat has is lead, mm -hmm. magic, and scent. So scent is pretty much the only one that you would probably use in a normal game. Yeah. Because lead, lead is, man, you're not leading other orcs. Lead's a trap skill. If you take a lot of lead, you're likely to get the, the uh, shaman to be like, oh, someone in, in the camp can lead, huh? 
well, I don't want that threat to my power. You go and fight troll. And same thing with magic is if you've got like, oh, I'm a real good aptitude for magic, then the shaman's going to be like, oh, you are also a threat to my power. I should probably murder you. Yes. So you, Mojo, Mojo's the one you take if you really want to be the shaman someday and you want to have a hard game. Yeah. Uh, while the other ones all have what you'd expect them to have. So like, like uh, Meat's got, you know, your standard fight, fight and climb and smash. Jump. Jump. And, yeah. Uh, Bones has Sawbones. Uh, Drink. Yeah. Run and swim. Yeah. And then uh, Twitch has Chuck, which is all ranged attacks. Uh, take or whatever. Grab. grab. Grab, which is their their steel equivalent. Uh, sneak and a few others. Eyeball and yeah. ride. There you go. And then we've already talked about Mojo. Uh, and the way the skills work is you get one point in every one of those skills. Uh, no matter what, you, you they just start with one point in every single one of the skills we just listed. Uh, you get six points to also further assign out if you want to, and they just go one to one. So if you want, you can only go to a maximum of three at starting. So, yeah. but if you if you want to have sawbones at three, it costs two points because you already had one for the for the uh, the starting. And the way that you use them is you remember how you have those stats. So if you have a meat of d10 and you have a fight of two, then you're you roll two d10. If you have a meat of d6 and a fight of three, then you roll 3d6. Yeah, it's fairly straightforward and easy. Yeah. Uh, I of mean, course, it's all entirely arbitrary because, again, they all, all difficulties in this game are opposed roles with random roles that are based on whim. So it, as fun as it is to build the character, you, it doesn't matter that much. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> I just appreciate that it's like, what do you do? You have one that is the die size. You have one that is how many dice. You can very quickly look down at any given thing and know what you're rolling. Yes, and also it, it makes it great when they're in the monster manuals. That I gotta say, this book is efficient. Yes, it, the it, amount of space that they have in here, they're like, nope, we're gonna cram it full of information for you. Yeah, 70-page book, and yet it's got an adventure in the back, it's got a full bestiary, it's got the rules, it's got the whole story structure, it's got everything you would want. How many games have we read that are like 300 fucking pages, and then there's nothing to do for what you're supposed to fight or even do? Like, remember when we read that fucking uh, one about, uh, like, tr like uh, trend or androgynous flower penis angel men? Oh, yeah. And there was, like, nothing to fucking do in that game. Yeah. Yeah, no monsters, not even a reason why you would go and get in fights with the other... Uh, Har or whatever they were called. Yeah, I don't remember what that game was called. This is killing me. That's a shame. Yeah, what was it called, John? Uh, I don't remember. All right, good. Well, then definitely we we remember all of the shows we used to make. That's one thing you could say about us. That's definitely a thing. After eight years of reviewing so many goddamn games, tell you the game was written by Storm Constantine. Look, there's a Raythu. 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 Hey, there we go. Okay, hey, mm -hmm. we did it professionals <laughs> we got there it's amazing it was me who got there yeah true you know recently i actually this is a total aside from the show this is just personal detail oh, good let me just tell you some let me tell you a little about my life right now okay let's just, get just, into just, it just kill some time uh i recently realized that uh i had been eating grapefruit for breakfast for a couple of days i, I bought like three or four grapefruit and i was mixing them with I, I, not mixing them but serving them alongside some bacon and having that for breakfast now normally i would say that's awful and terrible because grapefruit sucks Yes, but I'm not trying to serve you grapefruit. I know your weird opinion on it. I actually kind of care for like grapefruit. Uh, unfortunately, while you could probably eat all the grapefruit you want to and don't want to, uh, it's counterindicated by some of my blood pressure medications. Apparently, oh, yeah. apparently, there's something in some of my medications called statin that you can't have at the same time as grapefruit. Yes, indeed. And uh, I did not know that. And uh, so when I was telling you stories like last week about how I had huge chunks of memory gap, just missing, like just losing hours and then or losing stuff. And when I'd find it, I'd be like, I never put that there. I have no recollection of this. Apparently, that's a fairly rare but possible side effect of mixing statins and grapefruit enzymes. So good. So uh, yeah, grapefruit is actually contraindicated in a lot of shit for some reason. Yeah. So so I ate enough grapefruit. I was only eating, I was eating one in the morning for breakfast. That was the full extent. But it was enough for me to like just lose day like like half a day. Oh, yeah. I just that's fucking scary. I was oh grapefruit plus this pill I take is is eliminating my brain. Uh huh. Yeah. And now I'm like, how? Wait, what was that? Because I I read about it and it was like it can happen for up to three weeks after you eat grapefruit. And I'm like, fuck. When did I last have a grapefruit? How how I can't remember it because of the grapefruit. <laughs> how bad is it gonna be for me? <laughs> 
What a fucking shit story to tell people, too. You're like, oh, the highest and weirdest I ever got when I took blood pressure medication and ate a grapefruit. And you know someone out there is like, oh, I gotta try that shit now. <laughs> you mean this will fuck me up for weeks? Well, what a bargain. Kind of, and they will fuck up your life for weeks, but not, you won't be high or anything. You'll just be like, what did I do yesterday? I literally don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's basically drinking to excess. <laughs> Anyway, back to it. It was called Wraithu. The game was called Wraithu. Yes. And what but, the fuck were we talking Oh, the, the book is efficient and has a lot of shit you can do. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of things where it's just like, hey, this monster has these stats. It's very easy to do Yeah, anything. you can stat them out. You'll just be like, oh, what does a troll have? A troll has a fight of 2d20 because it has a, a, a muscle of d20 and a fight of 2. It's very, it's it's straightforward. It's easy to understand. Uh, same thing with the hit point system. The game has a six point, uh, a six wound health track. Yes, indeed. Uh, for everybody, everything has a six wound health track. Uh, so it's very easy to remember and to know where you're at. Although it does fall into that comedy game trap of having every level instead of being just named zero through six, they're named things like just scratch me, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, I'm great. Just am scratch. Me, me, I'm hurt badly. Someone call for Sawbone for me, I'm wounded. You're like, no, just go zero to six. It's, a, it's, it's a, fine. I'll, I'll come up with my own names for that. It's not that complicated. <laughs> and the names will be one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly wounded, a little wounded, kind of wounded. Level four. More than kind of wounded. Level five. Less than super wounded. Six. Dead. <laughs> incredibly easy wait is incredibly easy harder or easier than easy Ooh, definitely easier than easy mm. Mm, and more human than human <laughs> but yeah, yeah the uh i mean speaking about the health yeah the way in which you actually do the combat you have the opposed roles whoever wins if the defender wins their role they, they take no damage yeah if the attacker wins then you get a new role. Another opposed role. Uh, which is going to be your meat plus your weapon. And weapons are just a static number that well, you add. Yeah, zero to five. You add zero somewhere between zero and five to your your, uh, your meat score. Yeah, well, I mean, you can get things like oh, a right. man's boomstick at yeah. seven or something. Yeah, sour man boomstick is like a seven, but it's... It, it, I think that orcs can only fire them like once or something because they're too stupid to figure out how to use them. Yeah, they just don't. But they're like, oh, if he misses with that, it takes forever to reload. So you'll just cut his head off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the most part, for weapons an orc will have, it's between zero and five. And then armor works the same way. You add between zero and five. So I you mean, generally, it's like zero to two. Yeah. I mean, it's possible to get higher again, but it's not likely. Yeah. Uh, now, what happens then is you, you roll your... Uh, Bones you're, you're, plus armor yeah. against the meat plus weapon, and for every three points that the attacker beats your defense by, you take a wound. Yes, and I, I believe you still take you take one wound if you get anything over, and then it's any three points beyond that. Well, it's a roundup system, so if Got you it. take four, then it's two wounds. You don't have to get to the full three. Yes, yeah, okay, so it's... so. Uh, would, would you take that into consideration that everyone's got like six health? It, it could be very easy to die fairly quickly. That said, because every single thing is an opposed role, it actually is a defender favoring game. Yeah, because I mean, you have two chances to not take damage. Generally, the weapons, it's easier to get a high static weapon mm -hmm. than it is to get a high static armor. Yeah, but again, you you get two chances to dodge your way out of damage. Yeah. And only one chance to, to hit someone, and you have to make it through two rolls to get away with it. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's a fairly straightforward... I didn't see any rules about initiative in there. I think you just probably go by who has the highest Twitch score or just whatever the DM says. It's not a game of, of complicated mathematical... No, it's just, <laughs> all right, everyone rolls your Twitch die, and whoever yeah. gets highest goes. If you tie, you go at the same time. Yeah, so it's, it's a fairly simplistic game. And uh, the only other things that really exist at that point, we pretty much talked about everything there is to create an orc with two exceptions. One of them is orc points. And orc points, you start with one, and they there are four things you can do. Uh, they let you re-roll a skill roll. They let you add an extra die to a roll before you roll it. Uh, they let you re-roll a, a, a check to get out of taking damage. Yeah, the I mean, the nice thing is the orc points are all post-roll. You can always yeah. spend them after you see what's happened. Yes. So, you know, if I roll, you know, my climb and it's 2d8, and the 3d6 that Krom rolls is more than mine, 
but only by like two, then I can decide, okay, I'll roll again. Or if Chrome rolls and they get bad and I get slightly worse, it might be like, okay, I'll just re-roll. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also like re-roll if, if you beat their, their defense value by one, you're like, oh, I got a two in there. I can re-roll that two and try and hit even harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and how do you get orc points? You start with one. It's your gift from Chrome. Spend it wisely. Every other orc point you're going to get, you're going to get by being funny. You're going to get by being as orky as possible. Yes, yeah. Uh, the the DM is encouraged to reward anyone who does something orky or says something funny in an orky way by saying, uh, you am funny, you get one orc point. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a free-flowing interchange of orc points going to the funnier players uh, with a caveat that even points out, like, hey, if this is completely unbalanced, who gives a shit? You're playing orc the role-playing game. Yeah. If someone has five orc points and someone else has two, it doesn't matter because that dude with five orc points is still just as likely to get his head shot off. So, yeah. uh, the only other th- there's an equipment section. Orcs. The book really wants to rail home that orcs don't have anything. Uh, that- Everything an orc gets is by stealing, yes. either from humans or other orcs or whatever. Or squishymen. Yeah, and uh, it. So everything they have is stolen, which means that you get one of four starting packages, and the only things that exist in the starting packages are weapons and armor. You also start with a a bag full of garbage. Yeah. Which, you know, that's good eating. Yeah, that's perfect. Just eat that garbage. Or root around in the garbage to try and find an applicable thing in a dumb scenario. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. Uh, Then there's some magic items that exist. Uh, To use the magic items that we mentioned earlier, there's a skill under Mojo called Magic. Obviously, orcs other than the shaman cannot just cast magic, no matter what. Only shamans can cast magic. But if a shaman makes some magical items, or like a human wizard does or something, and an orc finds them, they can try to activate those magic items by rolling their magic score. Yes. And I do also really enjoy in the book where it was like, all right, orc shamans have magic. They can cast spells. What spells? Fuck you. You decide, because if we put down what they can do, then that's just a limiter and your players know their capabilities. If a player wants to fuck with a shaman, they should just be like, yeah, okay, he turns you to a pig. Did you know he had that ability? No, but fuck you. He's the shaman. I don't even know if he has. I don't even know if he knew he had that ability. It's just uh, it's just wacky. It's just the shamans are described as either extremely aggro, powerful orcs who are, like, still vital, or, like, weird, mumbly orcs who live in a tent and just sitting there talking about, like, transcendency or something. Oh, yeah. And they do have a couple things that you can get magic-wise that you at least don't have to worry about activating, like, a magic item. They do have potions. There is a specific weird fungus that grows that they can... Yep, they can turn Groot into stuff. Yeah. And usually it'll either turn into uh, ink that mm-hmm. a shaman can tattoo onto an orc to give them something. Yeah, there's only two examples, uh, three examples listed. One of them is you turn into the sun and you can fire energy bolts around. One is that you turn into an airliner and you can, you can, you just look like an orc still, but it's based on the time that an airliner fell out of the sky and some shaman studied it and you can fly. And the third one is you get this tattoo and you turn to stone because the shaman doesn't like you. Yeah. Tattoo. I mean, again, tattoos are just, uh, they do whatever. Yeah, they do whatever. They haven't, I think they can be activated up to three times a day and they're fairly easy to activate as opposed to, uh, regular magic items that can be activated. They, they have like a one hour cooldown, but you can try and activate them as often as you want, but they're harder to activate. And there's a very good chance that you'll just blow your own head up. Yes. There's a, there's a rule with, uh, with magic items. If you fail to activate them, you have to roll on a, what weird shit just happened table. Yes. Which is bad for you. And if you roll all max dice on your use magic or your magic skill, then you roll on a different table, which is that something bad, but also potentially beneficial happens. Yeah. Uh, now the other thing they can turn Groot into is potions, which Mm -hmm. will give you just a one-time use thing of either like, oh, this makes you, you know, better at fighting or gives you sneak bonus, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whatever it happens to be, you get an invisibility potion or something, but they also have in case the shaman really doesn't like you, but really needs you to go murder everyone, there is, if they mix some broccoli into the Groot, then they turn you into a horrible giant mutant monster that just 
is a whirling dervish of death. Yeah, there's a picture of it. They have eyeballs all over, and they just look like nasty kind of cathonic monstrosities. They start sprouting limbs and heads. It's called the garg when it when it happens. You get turned into a garg, and you become a, a gross, you know, cyclopean horror who ro- who rambles around, uh, killing everything indiscriminately. Which means that you don't really want to have them as part of an army of orcs because you'll kill all the other orcs. But sometimes they are able to garg an orc and push them into a into a, a squishy manner or a sour man encampment and just watch as they go completely berserk and kill everybody in there. Yeah. Even if they survive, they will always immediately be descended upon and killed by the other orcs when they come out of the garg. Just in case. Because fuck them. We can't have that happen again. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you survived, but maybe you'll turn back into this. We're not going to let you back to the village. I, I kind of like the guy. There's so much of this shit in this game is just like, if you do this, you am die. And I'm like, I get it, but I really don't want to have to keep re-rolling characters. Uh, the Garg, at least, is like, well, you get to go out in a blaze of glory, I guess. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, there's some interesting things here. And because it's supposed to be a humor game where, you know, life is cheap, the idea of like, oh, I pick up a magic sword and I try to make it go on fire and instead, you know, I turn into a hamster and it cuts me in half. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, the Garg one is fun for me. The The only one I, I really, the, oh, I guess the two I don't like are the interpersonal fighting one where you like the formal challenges and stuff, because I'm like, that's going to bog down play and I don't want to watch that. Oh, yeah. And and uh, the orc pregnancy thing, which the I, erg, the erg, I get it. It's it's a neat concept to explain away why orcs. What it's a great way to get out of why. Why can't you kill orc babies? And you're like, you can. They fucking suck. <laughs> uh, well, mostly you can't kill orc babies because by the time you find them. They're already gunks. Yeah. Uh, well, they're born gunks. They're fully mobile and everything. But uh, I, I don't care for much for either of those two because they're just sort of like, they're not funny. If the DM's like, you am developing boils, you am about to be orc mommy. And, and well, what does that mean? You am run into woods and die. And I'm like, uh, but that that's binary. I don't care. No. And I mean, that's a thing where I'm like, I guess that's interesting knowledge for the setting, but it's definitely a bit where I'm like, I would never want someone running the game to do that to a player. Yeah. Because then you're just like, hey, uh, DM Fiat, you die. Yeah. It's oh, just, great. It's not very fun. So so uh, even if it's a gross, crazy thing that happens, the fact that it's invariably fatal is kind of meh. Well, I mean, that I honestly don't have a problem with, because if your GM was going to do that to you, they're the kind of asshole that would murder you without any sort of role anyway (laughs) that's fair that's fair the problem i have is it's there for literally no reason because either your dm does it to you and you just you know fiat die Mm -hmm. or does it to someone else but you will never know it because the whole point of the erg is no one knows that it's that that causes you know gunks to happen yeah so it's not really anything that a player can interact with yes yeah it's true and, uh, yeah, because they're so unscientific and have no interest in learning, they'll never figure out where gunks come from. And even if one of them's like, where am gunk come from? It'll take, like, three minutes before they're like, me, I'm not worried about that. Me, I'm kill. Oh, yeah. And one of the things they said is, like, oh, if you start uh, thinking about the erg too much, then you will start sprouting boils. Yeah, you don't want to get involved in that. And also, the book has a running theme of, uh, if anyone tries to be an orc scientist and figure things out, they are immediately eaten by trolls. Uh, yes, yeah. Troll. Although orcs are strongest, there is and last and most best of Krom. Uh, trolls are really big and powerful and will eat you easily. Yes, they're exceptionally dangerous. The little bestiary's cute. You've got some basic kind of jokey versions of monsters from other uh, from classic fantasy role playing games. You got like, you know, a, a gelatinous cube equivalent, a giant squid. Goblins are in there. But you also have flying monkeys and big cockroaches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, rats that you can ride around on. Uh, for some reason, mind flayers. Yeah, just because, mi- you know. Just because they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, that's about it. I, I really like the... Oh, um, I, one of my favorite little off-brand jokes in here is that the dinosaurs are a type of monster you can encounter. They're just called titanic lizards. And they're like, oh, yeah, dinosaurs roam the Earth again. They probably came from a portal in, uh, out of time or something, but there's dinosaurs. Anyway, all of them can breathe fire unless they're triceratopses. If they're triceratopses, they fire rocks out of their horn. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, th- it's uh, it's Thundar, the barbarian. No, it's uh, Herculoids. Herculoids. It's the Herculoids. It's a little reference. To- How fun. Oh, look at you guys <laughs> with your Herculoids. Yeah, you're talking about that that triceratops whose name I don't remember. I don't remember the ape's name, and it was Igu. <laughs> Uh, I never watched the show. 
Oh, I did. You watch? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you like I that? I watched some Herculoids before, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, this is boring." Man, do something. <laughs> Figure yourself out. <laughs> Figure out what you do. <laughs> There's like seven people on this team, and it's always just that dragon that solves everything. <laughs> yeah, you got a big rock monkey who's just like, yeah, "I'm here. I'll throw energy rocks, just like this Triceratops. We both Triceratops throw energy rocks. Shoots fucking rocks out of its horn, which yeah. never do anything. Gloop and Gleep will stand there and say, <laughs> "Yeah, they're they are there to facilitate Scooby Doo level traps yes. where things bounce off of them. Yes, and then you've got, I think, uh." A barbarian man, a barbarian woman. And yeah, you a bar- got a family. A family. There's a barbarian child, too, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the Herculoids. Let's, let's do our review of the Herculoids, having not seen it in decades or at all. I think that was it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got a theme song, and it's like, I don't know. It goes, Herculoids, we're doing some stuff here. <laughs> Watch us go and stay out of our way. Herculoids, I'm shooting a rock. Let's get some pizza and call it a day. Yes, I am. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what happens in every episode. They like shoot a rock and then they call it a day and get some pizza. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's why Thundar was a better show. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that's because it took place in the far future land of 1994. Yeah, and you heard our, us list the entire cast of the Herculoids. There wasn't a single mock among them. <laughs> Not even one Ookla the mock. Not one. Yeah. Or mock the bad guy from Rock and Roll. <laughs> the the two best mocks. Yeah. Which really sounds like it should be a Ferengi. Yeah. Should be mock the vote. <laughs> That's what Ferengi do. They don't have a democratic system. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, you want to get into your favorites and least favorites? Sure. Let's do it. Let's do it, John. What's your favorite thing about Orc the role-playing game? I really appreciate the fact that for a comedy game, they didn't, outside of, you know, the, uh, the, health, descriptors. the health descriptions, Yeah, they didn't go too far into it. They would do the meem language when they were doing, you know, actual orc speaking, stuff like that, but they kept it out of the writing yeah. so that it was still clear. Uh-huh. For a, a humor book, the one thing I ask you is to at least communicate your idea clearly before you get into your jokes yes and and uh i i would actually second that um i i wouldn't i, I don't know if i'm gonna call it my favorite thing but i would second what you're saying uh, i would say my favorite thing here is that outside of those health track things this is a game that trusts you to do the jokes yes which is usually my biggest pet peeve when it comes to comedy games is that they do all the jokes in the book and you're like well, I guess I'll repeat the jokes while we play i don't i don't know why you think i would want to do that well, good i have a skill that is a joke and I guess every time I use it, that's the joke I'm I'll, telling. I'll tell the joke again. I'll swing the nasty pointy thing. Ha <laughs> ha. It's not just called use sword. Yeah. So uh, I, I appreciate that this game trusts you to, uh, to you know, do your own jokes. Yes. That's, that at least is a thing for comedy games that I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to say my favorite thing here is the uh, kind of ecology and uh, mythology of orcs that they've come up with here that that uh, lets you slide through as playing dumb, stupid, ridiculous brutes and not feel that bad about it. And the book's even got like some jokes about that kind of thing, where it's like, oh, by now you're already wondering, is it okay to play as these orcs, or are they some kind of metaphor for something unpleasant? We can confirm they're not. They're just monsters made of gasoline and stupid. <laughs> they are. There's no connection to, from them to anything real. Nope. Just play as whatever. It's fine. These are pig monsters. Here's your, it is okay. Here is your morality hall pass. <laughs> uh, so so I, I appreciate that. Plus, I kind of like the, uh, the the mythology of them and their their dumb crom thing and how, how oh, their god hates them. And it was I, all kind of fun. I like their whole religion thing. That's yeah. fun. And again, it's a fun thing where it's like, oh, we don't have to be jokey. It's just the situation is amusing. Yes, which I like. And that's always what the best comedy games are. I mean, even even the even though I, I always harp on how I don't like the culture that's surrounding paranoia, paranoia itself is actually a very well written game that lets you do the jokes. Yes, uh, the internet's just ruined it. That's all. So, <laughs> it's just players are bad. Yes, so I, I I would say that this is an effective comedy game. There you go. Which is about the best thing I could ever say about a comedy. It's game. Pretty much the highest praise you can yes. give a comedy game is that it succeeds at being a comedy game. Yes, yeah. Given the track record of these sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, what about your least favorite thing? Uh, least favorite thing in here, 100% has to be the mojo stat. Yeah. It is 
pointless while you can save up orc points to try and use them to like increase your skills or stats mm-hmm. it <sighs> notably you can't use orc points to increase your stats that's for people from regular games they actually have a joke where they make fun of players who want to do that they're like if you could even save up enough orc points to increase your stats that's not thinking like an orc yeah if you're like oh yeah i saved up 50 orc points no you didn't you're an orc what yeah. are you talking about yeah, you spent those immediately because you're a dumb idiot who has no uh concept of patience or time passing like you might have saved up like three to increase one of your skills but yeah. that's about it exactly so um but yeah the least favorite thing there is the mojo stat because it is so easily a dump stat and that would almost be okay mm-hmm. if it was part of the joke was like yeah and here's stuff that you won't use but it does have the tracks by scent and use scent for things which is at least something you might want to do yeah so it ends up being completely useless outside of one skill in the whole thing. And you're like, oh, well, I guess I just don't do that then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say my least favorite thing, and this is going to be kind of controversial, I'm sure. Uh, but I feel I like hate orcs. I just hate orcs. I just fucking hate orcs so much. No, uh, I was going to say my least favorite thing. I w- the character creation feels a little too simple. You have four stats. You have skills done. It's it. it I, I would have liked to see one more element from which humor could arrive. Maybe sticks or some kind of like feet selection. Just one thing that, to help differentiate your orc a little more from other orcs uh, to, to, to add just a tiny bit of crunch and variety between characters beyond what is already there. I feel like at the moment it is just a little tiny bit too simple for my, for my taste. Now, I understand that being a game where they're like, you're probably going to die a lot, so yeah. being able to make a character in five seconds is good. And I think you could still add one l- more thing and have it only take a couple of extra seconds. You could do a shtick list or uh, that, that kind of thing where it's just like, choose one of these. Your orc knows your orc can cast one spell. Your orc can go into a berserker rage. It's, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, that, but th- then you start treading into that dangerous territory where you just hand out jokes to people. That is true, and I think that, that, that they did a smart thing in avoiding that. I was thinking literally like sentence, line item sentence descriptions so that you do the jokes. Yes. But but yeah, I would have liked to see just a tiny, tiny bit more complexity. Just one more thing to help differentiate. Differenti- just one more thing. One more thing to help differentiate your character so that when you do die, you don't feel like you just make the same orc and come back in. Yeah. Because that is one of the problems, is given that you're almost always going to put a D4 in Mojo, you're looking at the other stats like, there's not going to be a lot of variety between orcs. Now I get that. Yeah. The point is that there isn't. Yes. But still. But you're playing as player characters. You're supposed to be at least a tiny bit special, maybe. Meh. And just one more thing would have been nice. That's all. Yeah. Would you play this game? Uh, You know, as a one-shot con game thing, I could see it happening. Sure. Uh. It's when I first started reading it, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be a humor game about orcs and it's just going to be a game about PvP mm-hmm. and that's going to suck. But I I feel like if you were like, oh, yeah, we made a game for this. There's some adventure like the shaman just goes, all right, you, you am go to swamp and find shiny sword yeah and that's it that's the adventure it's very straightforward it's almost like a micro game if the book didn't have the ecology stuff it would be a micro game yeah it would be a one-page game about how to make orc characters and beat each other over the head with sticks yeah so it's it's definitely something i could see playing once have a good time with not worry about eh. yeah okay what about you I'm more or less in the same boat. I could see this as a useful thing for a one-shot with a group of people who you don't otherwise know. It's like an icebreaker game. I feel like this could potentially be pretty useful. I there, Obviously, like every other comedy game that exists, there's not a lot of longevity meat on these bones. No. After you work out the orc jokes, you're going to be done. Yeah, trying to run an orc campaign, while the book does have like campaign rules it's still just not what the game wants to do. I would, yeah, if if it was going to be a campaign game, it would really need that one more thing I was talking about earlier. Really need it, because otherwise the characters are just too samey. Yeah. There you go. So it's uh, it's a game where there's situationally we would potentially play this game. Yeah, now if you want to hear us make two very samey orcs. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be like the the first ever five-minute episode of of bonus content, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, you can head on over to patreon.com slash system mastery if you support us over there at the bargain basement one dollar level the cheapest thing we've got you still get 
our bonus content for here where we make characters in yep. the games we reviewed. We've got <laughs> so many episodes of it. that and even we've at got the... so many deals on <laughs> microwaves. <laughs> I mean, at a dollar, you are unlocking so much stuff. You're, you're unlocking like 140 ba- ba- uh, backup episodes of old System Mastery bonus content. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a ludicrous amount. And even at that level, you still get access to some of our subscriber-only stuff on the Discord. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we do have higher-tier things that give you more bonus content access to more in different rooms in the discord yep different yep. colors for your oh, you name get, there you get so many wonders of joy that's right and they can be yours for the two and five dollar levels as well which will also unlock yet more shows yeah if you want to support us at you know basically what ends up being the five dollar level ten dollars a month good god you get so much stuff yes you do hey and also you can buy our books if you want you could. Yeah, we got Dungeon Meister out there. That's a popular that's a popular option. It's a cocktail book about nerd stuff. Yeah. 15 bucks on Amazon. I think it's like 10 bucks on Amazon right now. Yeah, 15 bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> uh, only allowed to reference the good Jay and Silent Bob content. <laughs> uh, and of course, we both know times are tough for people. Pandemic surging back up. So if you can't do anything monetarily to help us, we are very well aware of that. Mm-hmm. We have been poor and are still poor. Currently poor. So just if you want to help us out for nothing, you can go over to Spotify or Stitcher or whatever. Leave a review. It's good for us. It's good for the show. Mm-hmm. And it's good for you, for your soul. Yeah, it'll. it's like chicken soup for your soul. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, you do that, you're going to get one indulgence from me. <laughs> That's right. We sell plenary indulgences now. <laughs> do you want your aunt not to spend as long in purgatory? Well, you leave us a five-star review. John's the son of a pastor. He has powers. I can do that. Yeah. He's legally. The, I don't know if you knew that about the sons of pastors that... That in addition to being the target of that one Dusty Springfield song, they also have magic powers. Yep. True. That's all we've got going for us. Yep. A, a one song and magical dispensation. <laughs> it feels like it's a ripoff, but magical dispensation is pretty good. I mean, it, it makes up for all the shitty song jokes you get. Now, I'm the son of a Trader Joe's manager, so I can get you... A discount on some Peanut cheese? butter pretzels. <laughs> If you want dark chocolate almond uh, peanut butter cups or almond butter cups, then I can get you that hookup of full price at a Trader Joe's near you. (laughs) Just mention my name. Mention my name and pay full price Uh and they'll be like, that's weird. Why did you say that name to me? Tell them Jeff sent you. I, mean, I, I would love if they went into a Trader Joe's and were like, Jeff sent me. And they're like, oh, our district manager? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, well, don't do that in San Diego. It won't work. I know the district manager here. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. He's a real <laughs> asshole. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks with yet more exciting content. Quick show note. We are skipping Expounded Universe this week, so you won't hear that. Uh, John is going to be in Washington, D.C. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably going to try and put together, if I've got any free time, a little meetup in D.C. If there's anyone in the area or near there that wants to meet up, I'll probably look at any local uh, like game stores or things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go ahead, follow me on Twitter, at GurgleSpasm. I'll tweet that out, and you you can find that out. Yeah, and you can meet one of the two of us. That's right, the Mm -hmm. better half. (laughs) That's right, you're my better half. It's true. (laughs) You complete me. (laughs) All right, everyone, have a good week. 